Hello, I'm Dr. Greg Winteregg, CEO of the Private Dentist Alliance. I want to talk to all of you students out there today who are wondering what your future is going to be like as a career in dentistry, as an assistant, as a hygienist, as a dentist, where is this profession going with the rapid increase of the DSO movement? I'm here to tell you the PDA is going to help you and I want you to become a member today. It is free. Now, why should you become a member? You're gonna get weekly video updates from me and you're gonna get regular updates of our newsletters from the Alliance on exactly what is happening and how we are going to help preserve and protect the private practice of dentistry. Now to me, the most important advantage is you are going to get access to our job board. What is that? Our private practicing members all have access to our PDA job board, which means if they have an opening in their private practice of assistant, hygienist, doctor, front office staff, they're going to be able to post it. And you're gonna be able to check up regularly. And as our membership grows, we're gonna be covering larger and larger territories across the United States. If you are looking for a job in any position in the office of a private practice, you need to become a student member today. It is free. Go to www.privatedental.org and become a student member today. You're gonna to love your benefits. Do it now. What is up, Vibe Tribe? This is your boy, Matt Havis, and I'm sitting here today telling you guys about this hot and fresh interview we got out for you. This one right here is starring Dr. Greg Winteregg. He's the creator of the Private Dentist Alliance. And simply put, I'll let you guys listen to the episode, but this is where um, dental students can connect with other private dentists around the country for job opportunities, mentorship, and whatnot. So check it out. This is extremely high yield. This is something that the boys and I believe in here at Dental Student Vibes. So check it out. Let us know what you think. It's hot and fresh, ready to go. And remember, give us some feedback on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. And remember, have a good day. Stay safe. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Student Vibes podcast. I'm Cole Herzik here. We actually have Matt Habis joining us here, and Seth will be joining us in just a little bit. Um, we have a very new guest. Uh, he is somebody that we've met earlier in the year. Um, honestly, one of the greatest speakers that we've seen in a long time. Very inspiring. We have Dr. Greg Winteregg here. Dr. Winteregg, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing awesome, and uh, thank you for those kind words, Cole, and I'm very excited to be on the podcast with you today. That's awesome. So Dr. Winteregg, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, you know what you're currently up to right now during this COVID-19 pandemic. Absolutely. So I graduated from Indiana University's Dental School in 1981, and I opened a small uh, private practice in northern Indiana, a little farm town of about 10,000, just south of South Bend. And uh, the practice did okay through the 80s, and I used different management companies to, to help me. But by uh, 1992, there was a recession, and it was dramatically affecting my practice. And I connected with a, uh, a dental practice management training company, not consulting. And the difference between training and consulting is consulting, somebody comes into your office and tells you what to do, but a training company teaches you what to do. Right. So I learned the basics of business, promotion, case acceptance, hiring, organization, and at the time, in the spring of 92, I was about to lay off half the staff, possibly go work for an associate, as an associate in a practice in South Bend. 
Within 12 months, the practice had more than doubled. I brought on my own associate within five months. And by age 38, I was semi-retired, making more profit than I had ever made, only working about 20 hours a week. And the difference was me learning how to really focus on the business of dentistry, not the technology, the dental technology of dentistry, which I had always focused on with, you know, I did anterior apicos, third molar extractions. I did about, I don't know, 95% of my own molar endo, et cetera. And I really didn't focus on the business of dentistry that much. And I, by the time I was 38, I was actually looking for a second location and the partners at the management company offered me a partnership there. So in December of 93, I sold my practice and that practice management company is now the largest in North America. We have clients in 48 states, half the provinces in Canada. We have our main location in St. Petersburg, Florida. We have a satellite office in Anaheim, California. And uh, I've been doing that now for over 25 years. And I got inspired by my clients um, to start taking a look at what can be done to help the private practitioner in this DSO model age, where corporate money is coming in to purchase practices and create these very, very large groups that have a lot of uh, discounts and advantages. So about two years ago now, I started the Private Dentist Alliance, which is a nonprofit. And the purpose of that nonprofit is to bring independent private practitioners together and give them some of those group benefits. We have group health, we have our own buying groups and our own buying clubs, um, and different vendors are giving us uh, discounts, uh, for instance, on patient financing and that kind of thing, just as the, the larger groups get. So uh, pretty much I'm here today representing the Private Dentist Alliance. And um, I definitely, definitely have some, some great news for students. I know sometimes it can be um, concerning, <laughs> like where is your career going at this moment? Right. Um, Last year, I didn't talk to any student who had under $500,000 worth of debt, which is alarming. Um, I guess I'm old. I'm, next month, I'm going to be 65. I graduated with $43,000 in student loans. Different times. So, <laughs> different times. Different times. So I'm here to help you is what I want you to know. Uh, as the CEO of the Private Dentist Alliance, and we have an organization of vendors and members who are definitely interested in the future of students. And I held a convention last fall at the Tampa Convention Center, our first annual convention for the Private Dentist Alliance. We had uh, 13 speakers, all with tremendous background in dentistry. We had Gordon Christensen as our keynote speaker. And Cole, you were there. I was. Uh, believe me, Dr. Winteregg, our listeners know all about this conference. We had an episode. Oh, and I was oozing oozing with, you know, knowledge and great things. And, you know, the guys kind of, they were giving me a little bit of crap before it. They were like, you know, you, you talked at length about, you know, these speakers and you were just so full of, but that was the thing. I was so full of passion because it was, it's something that all of us on this podcast and most of our listeners are very passionate about dentistry and they want to do well in business too. And, you know, we have to go to these outside outlets to get that business information. As you know, we don't really learn a lot about the true business insider information about dentistry right. in school. We just don't get it. I mean, you know, we'll get basic practice 
ethics and management tactics in school, but it's maybe like a 12 credit hour program, something like right. that. Nothing right. crazy. So to go to something like that, where this conference world, all these, you know, there's Gordon Christensen and there's Dr. Salerno, all these big names that we hear in dentistry that are right. in one location. And we can yeah. literally just sit there and be a sponge and absorb. It, it was, was fun, amazing. wasn't it? I have, it's funny. I have all of my notepads and notebooks that I took there. And I even have from <laughs> your, great. from yours, I have all your notes here written down and awesome. I'm sharing with the guys. I'm like, listen, it was like, you don't know what you want to do. Like, do you keep my head down? Do I keep my head down? Do I take notes? Do I listen? Like, what do I do? So it was an amazing conference as they all know. And we would love to hear a little bit more of the private dental alliance. So anything you're willing to share is great. Well, and uh, just so you know, right now, um, those two, two of those lectures from that weekend, my lecture and Dr. Christensen's lecture are now available. And, you know, shame on me. I'm trying to figure out, um, you have to be a member. Well, let me just say this at the beginning. Uh, right now, during the whole COVID thing, we're running a free membership. Uh, membership uh, annually is $2,000 and you get group health benefits and buying club benefits and that kind of thing. The student membership has always been free. But, um, and I'll say this now and I'll say it again at the end, you can go to privatedental.org and then just click on the join button and you can do it from your phone. You can do it, it's, it's mobile friendly. You do it from your, uh, you know, your Mac or your whatever and uh, just hit join and become a free member. And then you'll start getting uh, links to my presentation that you're talking about. It was, it was about the profit disaster of joining PPOs, and we can talk about that some today, um, because that's part of the business of dentistry that that is not typically confronted and with a pen and a paper really figured out like I've done. Uh, right. Dr. Christensen was amazing. Um, he's he's 83 years young, and he's as passionate about dentistry as you and I are. Right. So um, members can get access to those presentations, and we're just getting releases and such for everybody else to be able to just make those, all the presentations that were uh, given that weekend available to, to all the members uh, with a free membership. But uh, really, I guess for me, I make a joke and I say that I could get in my Corvette and ride off into the sunset and never look back. But I've loved dentistry really since day one. And I think it's an amazing profession. We know that people with healthy teeth and healthy gums now are living longer, they have less systemic toxemias, less heart problems, et cetera. And so uh, this stage of my life is just about forwarding the private practice of dentistry. And I want all of the student viewers to know that there is hope. I know that what's been going on in the schools is the corporate operations have very broad networks and they're coming in and they're telling you, you know, what an opportunity that is, and that is a proper option for some, but it's not a proper option for everyone. It never would have been a proper option for me. And so I want everyone to know that private independent practice is alive and well. Uh, I was telling Cole before we started the, the podcast here, I have private practitioners all across America that are crushing it. Uh, if you look at dental economics, the average dental practice is doing fifty to sixty thousand a month, and I've got solo practitioners who are doing two and three times that much, without reducing fees and all of that. 
And then I've got practices that are doing five, eight, 10, $12 million a year, multiple locations. Obviously those are multiple doctor uh, facilities and there's partnership opportunities available. There's salaried uh, dental uh, associateships available, commission associateships available, depending on the practitioner and, and the model. And so I want everybody to know that private practice is alive and well, and you're going to be hearing more about it because we've got uh, at least 15 members this fall that are going to just start going into dental schools and just talking about private, private practice and answering all your questions. So I don't want anybody to be discouraged at this point. This is a, a tremendous, tremendous time. The, the COVID virus has definitely separated the wheat from the chaff. And there are going to be practitioners, unfortunately, that don't survive this. Their practice doesn't survive it. But I can tell you that our members crushed it in the last 60 days, 100, 200. I talked to a practitioner last week in Massachusetts, 300 new patients because they were wow. the only office around open to see emergencies. Right. We have, and I'm, that's uh, wonderful. Uh, yeah. We got a member in upstate New York was on television. You know what he did that was so unique? He was open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so, wild? I mean, just little things yeah. like that. Yeah. So right now, this is a time that's going to separate the wheat from the chaff. And I'm telling you, there are practices out there that are crying for associates. If you graduated, you're in the process of graduating right now here. In, in, we're in May of 2020. You're graduating and you don't know exactly where to go. Maybe the opportunity that you had lined up is now gone. Um, you need to, to email my membership director. Her name is Lyle, L-Y-L-E. So it's Lyle at privatedental.org. You email Lyle, say, I need a job and we'll plug you into our network. And um, I don't know, I can't make any promises, but I can tell you there are a lot of dentists out there right now that are crying for doctors. So tons of hope, tons of hope. Right. And that's, that's incredible. That's exactly what everyone wants. They want yeah. hope. They want, exactly. listen, I did four years, I grinded it out and now I'm ready to go to work and I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs. So right. I want to be able to go to work. And I know we have a lot of people, you know, in our Facebook group and, you know, just people that we see posting on their various social media platforms, like, yeah, I graduated, but what now? Or, no. <laughs> you know, reaching back out to their, you know, current employer that they're kind of, you know, hearing, oh, we're going to push you back another two weeks, still waiting on everything to open up. Um, it, it, it's sad. It's sad to see. So it's nice to see that we have this positivity that we can push out there and let everyone know, hey, look, it's going to be okay. Yeah, it is. And, you know, as, as you're graduating, and, and I know, Cole, you're still, you're D2 now? Or? D2, correct. Yeah. So you know, you've got a couple years to go and you have a little bit of time to kind of like find the right opportunity. But my advice is look for the practitioner that thinks outside the box. And you, you really have to kind of like interview the practitioner, so to speak, and look beyond, I don't know, the daily rate and that kind of thing. Like what is your future in this practice, not just in 12 months, but in three to five to 10 years. And the mem what I'm finding from the members, the, the people who are excited about the purpose of preserving and protecting the private practice of dentistry, 
as stated, you know, by the private dentist alliance, that they are concerned about the future. And I'm sure when you were at the convention, Cole, did you not find some of the most gracious practitioners that, that you've ever met in dentistry? Willing to literally do anything that I needed to further my career, help me out in any way, shape, or form. I can mention a few names. We have Dr. Robert Marcus, who had the DDS uh, GP app, um, yes. was willing to literally sit with me there, shake my hand, you know, learn a little bit about myself and say, look, anything you need, here's my business card, here's my information. Uh, Dr. Ken Circa given me his Facebook and say, hey, if you need anything, you personal message me. Um, you know, just all these different names of uh, the Charleston yeah. Implant Institute offering that free CE course to dental students. I mean, yes. are you kidding? Like that, these are golden opportunities that we are just being gifted and are just being just so graciously given, which was so nice. Exactly. And your group showed up on Saturday, but there was a group from um, Nova who right. came in on Thursday and Friday and the Dean graciously allowed them to miss clinic on Thursday and Friday, but they couldn't afford their room. Uh, we did a dinner cruise on Friday night, and I needed I needed 14 rooms, two per room, and it was a thousand dollars. And I got 14 sponsors. I will tell you, I was on the phone for about an hour and a half, and I got 14 members each to chip in a thousand dollars to pay for two students to come, who who just couldn't afford it. And so that's the kind of group that we have, right. and. It's, it's my complete vision that the Private Dentist Alliance ends up becoming known for that. This is the group that is totally committed to quality healthcare, maintaining a private practice model, and doing what's best not just for the patient, but what's good for the profession, and maintaining this high standard of quality that we're taught in dental school. And my opinion is that as you start to lower your fees and you're participating in reduced fee plans, that really puts too much of a challenge on the practitioner as a business owner. So now maybe you can't use the materials that you would like to use. You can't have the equipment that you would like to have because you can't afford it at those reduced fees. You can't use the lab that you would like to use because the compensation isn't there and the doctor can't be taking money out of their pocket. To, to do absolutely what they have in their mind as the best. And I'm just really sad that that now has entered into dentistry. So the purpose of the Private Dentist Alliance is to give private practitioners who want to maintain that standard and still get some of the business advantages uh, a break by joining and aligning with vendors who care. Um, for example, Bank of America, I've known the National Accounts Manager that's uh, the, over all dental loans for about 15 years. And Bank of America has now put together a product that will help the successful private practitioner purchase three to 10 locations. Wow. So that product was created specifically to back up the private practitioner. So those are the kinds of people that are on board with our movement, I guess you could call it, and, and so now it's just a matter of letting people know, and this kind of a podcast is the perfect medium for this. And, and I'll tell you, and, and you probably heard this from the members you met at the convention, but you guys are the future of dentistry. And we wanna make sure that it's good for you. We wanna make sure that you have the, the opportunity to pursue 
whatever model that, that you want. And I am not anti DSO. I'm not anti insurance reduced rates. I mean, it's a business model, but right. what I am against and what I am anti is that becoming the only business model that would not be good for the profession. And so our group is dedicated now to aligning all like-minded groups. And if you're out there and you know someone, you know, maybe your dad or your brother or, you know, the dentist that you've gone to all your life who's been complaining, then they need to go to privatedental.org and check us out. You can become a free member uh, right now and you can start getting all of our emails. And um, we're here to really, really secure the private practice of dentistry, you know, for the next hundred years. Right. And I totally expect this group to be be around way beyond me. Right. And that's the wonderful thing. And I'll welcome, we have Seth Kalish and Matt Havis that are now here. They want to join us. And I want to hear kind of their thoughts hey about everything that we've been talking about. Hey there, Dr. Winteray. Hey, Dr. Winteray. Good, good talking to you again. Yeah, thank you. How's it going, guys? Great. great so great. I, I just got the tail end of what you were saying about uh, getting the scholarship for those students. And I think that that is just one of the most amazing things that you can do because it really demonstrates how uh, you're supporting students and you're supporting them to go into a pathway of uh, private dentistry, you know? And so it's just like a fantastic way to kind of bring in students and make them more motivated and kind of expand their vision of what the, the future can bring. Well, thank you for that. And you know, um, it's interesting going into the first convention, I really wasn't sure what to expect. I mean, we had 24 vendors, which I thought was amazing. Um, I didn't start planning that thing, guys, till March. Wow. March or April. Yeah. And we had the convention in November. And everything came together. To, to put that speaker lineup together took me about 48 hours. I'm not joking. Really? Everybody, everybody I knew, I picked up the phone. You would be great. This is what I want you to talk about. And they're like, count me in. Nobody asked for an honorarium. Nobody asked for a plane ticket or hotel or any compensation. That was never, never even whispered. It wasn't even hinted at. It, everybody's just on board for backing up you guys and for backing up the profession. And so I put together the, the entire agenda in 48 hours. And then I find out that there's a bunch of students that want to come from Nova, but they don't have the funds. And I am not joking, an hour and a half. Everybody I called, I, I just had this lineup of members. Everybody I'm call, I called said, yep, here's my card. So, so this is a dedicated group. And what I realized at the convention, it's almost like a club. If you go, if you have a membership at a gym or a membership at a country club, you kind of know the reality of the people that are in that club. And it, be, it became such, um, such a cohesive group. And then at the, you guys weren't able to go on, you guys weren't on the cruise on Friday night, right? You, you rolled right. in Saturday morning. Right. That was right. just amazing. We, we took over the whole cruise boat. Uh, there were 200 people on the boat. And it was just, it wasn't some drunken party. It was just like, everybody's there making relationships, uh, exchanging cards and phone numbers. And I realized that evening that what we have here really is a club of private practitioners. And so we're offering up a free membership to the students to become a member of the club right now. And this group now, with you students aligning with this group, 
this now sets your course of your future. Exactly. It sets your course. You're here. You're with us. We're not going anywhere. And now you're going to be able to, and I'm putting this all together. You're going to be able to shadow these private practices. I'm trying to put together some sort of a mentorship program, which I've already got an email out to Dr. Christensen about that. So I want to be able to give you all the opportunity to check out private practice at Shadowing, possibly mentor there for six to 12 months, and then go off on your own way. So we're, this whole group is going to back up the student cause because you guys really are the future of our profession. And we had 32 students there. You guys were awesome. You guys were awesome. I loved your questions. And I stood there. Everybody shook my hand thanked me for coming and I just I'm just so excited to have students with that kind of an attitude now on board with practices with that kind of an attitude and we really are creating an alliance that is going to change the face of dentistry it's going to preserve the private practice of dentistry because we really are all in this together right and Dr. Winterick like let me just mention when you yeah. came you spoke you had fire in your eyes. Like, you're like, who is this guy with the leather jacket? And he's up here and he's so passionate. It was, it was an incredible speech. It wasn't even a speech. It was, it was a conversation, but it was just so motivating and passionate. Like Thank it really you. had a, a big impact on us. I was, telling, I was telling Dr. Winteregg, I have, I have seven pages of notes from when he came and spoke because I was just so like, do I listen? Do I write? So I was doing a little bit of both. And I don't even know if I got it all, but I think I did. I hope I did. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, Dr. Winter, I got to yeah. say, like, a lot of times when we have like speakers come in and everything, we show up and we go through the motions, we shake hands and everything, but you could tell just by the energy within the lecture hall that we had, like, you had our full attention. This is something yep. that, that you, you've created something that we can truly believe in and we all that's want awesome. to be a part of. Like, you that's could see it. Like, I mean, you lit a fire under our butts to do it, you know, Good. just, I guess the energy was, you know, just contagious. But it was, it was honestly, it was probably one of my favorite like presentations I've sat in a long time. That's but awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your acknowledgement, guys. Um, I have a question for you guys because, I mean, I've been speaking to students, but not as many students as this podcast reaches. So I want to make a note, a couple of notes for myself, because if I know what you're encountering, then I have a creative mind. And our members are obviously very dedicated and creative. So if you tell me what you're encountering and what kind of help you need, then I can start to put together programs and services and benefits that'll come right back to you guys. So as you're talking to your peers, what kind of feedback, what are your concerns? Uh, you know, what are people afraid of? What, right. what kind of help are they asking for? So tell me what you guys are looking for. Okay, so I can give you some right off the bat. The thing that's affecting us right now uh, is licensing. And I mean, that's a little bit, that has more to do with academics and school and all that stuff. But obviously everybody's facing uh, a challenge with licensing right now, especially the dental students that are graduating this year. So that's number one. Number now, two. Number, now that is just, just to, to drill down on that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> couldn't help myself. Um, so then are the state boards being canceled? Um, what, what kind of licensing challenges are you encountering? Exactly. So they're being canceled or they're being pushed back, but there's also obviously, since we can't do as many, uh, 
face-to-face -face, uh, like actual patient boards that the that you do in the fourth year. Um, now there's kind of being like a, a switch to mannequin boards for the for the final exam. Mm -hmm. um, but you know th everything is different between all the states. Everybody takes right. different uh, tests, especially because you know you want that barrier to entry within each state. So everybody is like, well, because technically, at least in Florida, you can't lobby necessarily. Or, or certain organizations can't legally lobby. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, everybody's sending letters and all of that sort of thing to, uh, you know, all the, the state boards and of course, you know, the governor and all that sort of thing. But, well, and um, I have a couple of members that are on state boards. Um, and I know, I know a dentist who knows many different um, heads of state boards. So if there's any requests that maybe I could forward through my alliance, then please let me know Absolutely. and, um, and then I'll see what I can do to help you. So licensing is number one. What's number two? Right. So that's the thing that's hitting us right now. So number two, the next thing that we're going to be facing is paying back the student loans, of course. That's right. going to be after we graduate, right? So that's right. A, a huge deal. And one of the biggest things, there's, a, there's multiple facets of that topic. So when do we refinance? What type of uh, repayment program should we do? And then, of course, as, as you would uh, assume, when do we purchase our practice? You know, when do we go into private practice? When do we become a partner? Whatever the pathway is, how do you do that with that debt load um, and start establishing equity in another practice? So, of course, that would be second. And then third would be practice transitions, right? So that's something that we do not learn about in school. Right. But obviously, practice transitions, mergers, acquisitions, et cetera, those are all the different types of things that we need to learn about so that we can become private practice owners. Nice. Now, as far as the, um, like when to purchase, again, uh, Bank of America is definitely willing to work with students knowing that they have um, a high debt. And depending on the circumstances, I mean, obviously, uh, nothing is guaranteed, but um, I've spoken with the national accounts manager and they definitely are willing to look at any opportunity that comes along. Now, there's also, there are also a couple of other models out there uh, because some practitioners have figured out and thought outside the box about how to start to transition particular percentages of the practice over to associates as sweat equity without cash up front. Right. So there are those options also available. I have a whole program written up as a possibility uh, for a practitioner to take a look at. Um, my brother is a broker and a financial planner who also works with attorney on the mergers and acquisitions end of things outside of dentistry. And he's spoken with several of my members on how that can be applied within dentistry. So again, with these specific situations, there are answers. And so the thing to do is to just be a member, stay in communication with us, let us know where you're at, what kind of help you need. And it's really interesting how, um, you know, I, I've, I've been in this profession for a long time now. And as a partner at MGE, the management company, I've gotten to know a lot of people through dentistry and right. outside of dentistry. And it's kind of funny how, I, and I was just talking to my daughter about this last week. Somebody has a problem like, well, you know, I've, I've got 2,000 phone numbers in my BlackBerry 
<laughs> and I still have people use my AOL account, which yeah. my kids say, Dad, you're the only guy alive with a BlackBerry and an AOL account. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I get stuff done because I know a lot of people. So I can't, I can't always guarantee, so to speak, but I, I definitely have a lot of connections. And in the alliance, I'm aligning people who care about the preserving the private practice of dentistry. So I just want everybody watching to know that the Private Dentist Alliance is here and we're here to support you. And you can email my membership director at any time, Lyle at privatedental.org. It's a little confusing. It's the Private Dentist Alliance, but privatedentist.org was taken. So I had to settle for private dental. So just Lyle, L-Y-L-E at privatedental.org with any question, any concern. And we're going to back you guys up all the way. Awesome. Even to the point of, of being able to find you financing or find someone who's willing to maybe have you pay them for a while or something. There's When, when the, the purpose is there to salvage the practice and keep it private, all kinds of creative ideas pop to the surface. And, and right. uh, it's fun. It's fun to yeah. not have everyone be the same. Absolutely. And of course, I mean, I know a lot of these guys and a lot of our listeners, they want to go into like solo private practice and, you know, have their, have their single practice and just grow it, you know, but a couple of us are also interested in, you know, really expanding equity harvesting, taking on different sorts of trial partners, all that sort of thing. Right. And just continuing the, uh, the, the flow and making like a nice big group with all partners. Yeah. invested. And that's a great thing about dentistry is all of those options are available. Right. Yeah. Just, Whatever model you want, you can create. I have attorneys that can help you with all the legal documentation you need, financing. Now, through this, I'm really looking at being able to supply associates. Um, I have another company that, that is just coming on board as a sponsor that does uh, reactivation. It's such a huge lost source of revenue in a practice to keep promoting, 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 and bringing in new patients, new patients, new patients. And then you have, you know, 2000 people that haven't been in in two years. Exactly. And so that's another key component of solidifying and, and making a strong, solid private practice is keeping that hygiene department solid and steady with, with patients coming back, you know, every three months, six months, 12 months, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So we're here to help you guys. So just Keep, keep it coming. Let me know what you're up against. And um, yeah, I, I, I will know if I don't have an answer, I know somebody who does. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> right. And so Dr. Wondering, we talked in the beginning of this conversation about hope. That was kind of the, the root and the heart of everything. So for final thoughts and for wrapping up, we have a mantra kind of that we're speaking and it's almost become like kind of a catchphrase that I've used is that we're living in a time of something seemingly negative, but we're trying to always turn that seemingly negative fact or thing that's going on and turn it into something exponentially positive. Yes. And I think that's one of the beauties of the private dentist alliance is that we can turn something seemingly negative of having all these student loan debt and having all of this time of we don't know what to do, where to go, where, you know, who do we look to next? Do we, do we look yes. to your 2000 contacts and your Blackberry? Like, who do we look to next? <laughs> And we want it to be that we turn it into something exponentially positive. So what can you offer our listeners that would, you know, help them on that path? Well, basically you have to align with people that align with your particular goals. 
and not just anybody who aligns with that goal, somebody who's been successful aligning with that goal. And there was, I don't, I don't remember who it was, but it was a pitcher. There was a pitcher who was coming up through the minor leagues and he was hanging out with guys who were just hanging on and he realized that they weren't going to make it. And so he started aligning more with the coach. The coach had already been in the major leagues as a pitcher. And then he started take that coach became his mentor. And one day the coach said, listen, dude, you want to, out with pe- you want to hang out with people who don't think they're ever going to make it and be negative? Or you want to hang out with the people who have done it already and they're, they're not going to candy coat it. They're going to give you it, give it to you just the way it is. And so my advice to anyone is find the practitioners in your area that are successful. They already are doing what it is that you want to do and they have their cell phones and they have their contacts. And if they don't know someone, then they probably do know someone who would be looking for you. So for me, the message is hang out with people that think the way you think. Hang out with people that have the fruit on the tree. Hang out with people that have already done it. I mean, I've got one member who has two practices in New York City, one in Queens and one in Manhattan, and they're doing $8 million a year. There's 15,000 dentists in the five boroughs. Right. So you want to you go hang out with those people. Those people have done it. So, so that is my message. Uh, do not think that it is hopeless. Do not think that private practice is dead. By all means, private practice is alive and well. You have to hang out and find the groups that are making it alive and well. And then just, you know, hang on, hit your horse to that wagon and just go with that. Jump on that bus. And the opportunities for you guys are huge are huge. You know, the average dentist, uh, supposedly with a study that I saw last year is making 175,000 a year. And that's, that's good. I mean, as far as average income of the average American, that's good. It's not so good if you have half a million dollars worth of debt attached to that. And then another 400,000 or five to get into your practice, then, you know, you're going to be scraping by, but our practitioners do much better than that. I have many associates that are doing much more than that but you have to be in the right environment and it has to be an environment that breeds success in that model so that's my my final word of hope that's awesome and thank you so much for joining us today dr winterig and sharing a little bit about yourself and you know kind of this this hope sharing the hope with everyone so just before we wrap up here can you share your contact information with our listeners how can they reach out to you once again you bet. Absolutely. So uh, you want to become a member today and go to privatedental.org, hit join, become a free student member. And then if you know someone that's looking for an associateship, whether they're a new graduate or maybe, who knows, maybe the practice where they are in is slow to reopen, not going to reopen, then I want you to email my membership director, Lyle, L-Y-L-E, at privatedental.org, and she will connect you. I'll be in on this every step of the way and we will hook you up with a practitioner that is crying for help right now so that's the final message i really enjoyed this guys you know we feed off of each other i know that you know i've been around for a while and i'm very passionate and you feed off of that i love your energy and i love your enthusiasm and i love that you guys 
are not giving up on your dream here so early. You don't have to. Awesome. Thank awesome. you so much. Thank, Dr. You. Thank you. You're Dr. welcome, guys. It's been a blast. Bam. This is your boy, Matt Havis, back at it again with the Dental Student Fives podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed this great interview. It was super high yield starring Dr. Greg Winteregg. He told us everything there is to know about the Private Dental Alliance. And I just want you guys to get the most out of it, sign up, support it. If you guys are into it, by all means, jump on. The boys and I were on this train. We'd love to see what he can do with it. We'd love to help whatever we can. So when it comes down to it, if you guys are going to graduate, if you guys need jobs in the future, this could be a good opportunity to get an associateship. So as always, follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Give us your questions, comments, concerns, feedback, everything you guys want to know, you let us know and we'll go out there and we'll find out for you. So as always, vibe on. Attention pre-dental students. Over 12,000 applicants each year apply to dental school. Out of 67 accredited schools in the United States, an average of only 90 students per class earn the privilege of acceptance. As former applicants who struggle through the rigorous ADSAS process ourselves, we understand the hard work it takes to be one of the lucky few to get accepted. That being said, we are happy to announce that we are now offering Pre-Dental Mentor, a program designed to give back to the dental community and give you the best chance in getting accepted to the dental school of your dreams. Our brand new pre-dental mentor program includes a team of five coaches who have all been a part of the AdSAS application within the past three years. Pre-dental mentor offers essay reviews, mock interviews, resume editing, secondary application editing, DAT prep, a personalized schools list, and an application checklist. To pre-order, slide into our DMs and get 30% off before June 1st. Contact us at dental.student.vibes on Instagram or email us at dentalstudentvibes at gmail.com. We only have 25 spots, so sign up before it's too late. We sincerely thank you for your support over the past year and are extremely happy to have the opportunity to give back. We were just in your shoes not too long ago.